Hello. Tony Anthony. This is Jay. This is Jay Michaels. If I'm on the line, you're on the air. Well, how you doing, Jay? Good, and you? In this, in these, in these troubled times. I'm in this little town where I was born. Twenty-five thousand people, and you cannot believe. I mean, it's just—it's like one of my spaghetti westerns. It's a ghost town. Ay, ay, ay. Got to stand in line to get in supermarkets. They got tape up. Got to be six feet away from each person. The only reason I go out is to buy cigarettes because I'm chain smoking again after quitting. Are you smoking because of this? Did this stress you out? Well, between this writing books and changing things, rewriting, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot done, but you still have to go out to go to the laundry <laughs> and nobody's there. They've just got kind of... I know I've spoken to many people in New York and they tell me how terrible it is. And But down here, it's primitive, you know? Yep. Anyway, how are you getting along? I am in the epicenter of it all and I'm holed up in my apartment just looking outside the window and, and, and talking to some amazing people uh, about what's going on in their lives and how this has affected it. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if this has affected you that much because your book is already selling like hotcakes on Amazon. Uh, and uh, what, what happened to me is, thank God, the kind of work I'm doing with all this, you, you saw where I am, papers everywhere, magazines, New York Times, I mean, anything you want. I got hundreds of handwritten pages because I have to handwrite everything. I can't go on a computer and just start typing. I have to, you know, digest it. I got so much stuff. But Amazon is keeps pushing me about when I'm going to come with volume two of my, you know, my, especially the In Memoriam book. Tell my listeners, and, uh, tell my listeners what, uh, what we're talking about here. When I say your books don't like hotcake and you say In Memoriam, what are you talking about? My first book, the Anthony's in memoriam book. Uh, now you have now this book on Amazon. Basically, it's uh, it's it's volumes, and you pick each month, and it's volumes of the uh, uh, of the lives, encapsulated lives of of all celebrities, straight through to their passing. Uh, well, uh, it's a mixture of celebrities and just. Mostly celebrities, yes, you're, you're correct. I'm, I'm going to use the ironic term celebrities because you have sports figures in there, you have politicians, you have all sorts of notable names in there. Yeah. And it's just basically, well, you know, this is this person, this is what they did, and this is when they passed. Right. And, you know, which takes an enormous amount of research because most of the time they just give a paragraph or two paragraphs about somebody, you know especially people that we grew up with and admired all our lives. So I went further with that. Right. And that's what the first book is. But then I had an un unbelievable thing happen because 
finally I got a, a great editor to help me because I was so off track, you know, with so much material. And uh, I, in doing my research, I started going into all these quotes of these different people, you know, philosophers, psychologists, writers, directors, actors, you name it. Right, right. And I sent you some pages. I don't know if you had time to read them, which is a rough first draft of the new project that I started as I'm doing two. So I'm in the middle of three books. But now I've made a decision because of the enthusiasm to come out with this Anthony's thoughts and quotes that might touch a nerve, which will be my next release sometime this year. Right, right. Tell, tell our listeners about that, about this new project. What'd you say? Tell, tell us about this new project. Yeah, so I've, I've been concentrating on the thought and quote book to get it out this year. So I submitted certain things to Amazon and, and working with my editor. And they really started telling me that they thought I had a, a major winner with the thoughts and quotes because I was dissecting things and putting meaning behind why people said this. And uh, so I've been sending pieces to them after I've been through it with the editor. And they're really enthusiastic because I've, I'm coming up with some classic stuff about everybody that, that, that I'm writing about or right. combining into the, the, the novelization. And like I just finished Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> and I, it's fascinating because this woman... She was unbelievable. And, you know, I'll read you a classic. Elizabeth Taylor married Conrad Hilton Jr. when she was 18, and it only lasted eight months. And for the next 46 years, was married seven more times, which included Richard Burton twice. Right, right. Had three Huh? It, right, I remember. It was, it, it, she, she married him, divorced him, married him again. Yeah. And uh, in the middle of that, she had three children, adopted one daughter, seven divorces, and outlived most of her husbands. <laughs> so when she was always asked about so many marriages, and what she said is a classic. My mother says I didn't open my eyes for eight days after I was born. But when I did, the first thing I saw was an engagement ring. I was hooked. <laughs> and then she says, I'm not, I don't pretend to be an ordinary wife. I'm a very committed wife, and I should be committed for being married so many times. There you go. You know, I think every star in the world uses the committed joke somewhere. I was wondering if you could say that. That's great. That's great. But you see, that's why when you when you do the research on Elizabeth Taylor, she said some, so many things, but there's no no reason why she said it. You know, you, you either use your imagination or unless you're a, 
absolute crazed fan that you've done research on everything that she said, which nobody does. Nobody takes time to even do that today with people that have passed. Right. Things yet. But it's brutal work. And it's like Hemingway's dead. Ernest Hemingway, one of the greatest writers we ever had. He said, writing novels is like pain and misery because you spend your life rewriting. And Hemingway was right. Yeah. Writing books and doing research is, is hell. But the pain is turning out some interesting stuff, I think. For sure. Well, it's obvious that that. My big question to you, um, and, and you've answered this in another interview, and I, I thought your answer was very clever. Uh, uh, if someone said to you, well, what do I care? I can just go online and do a Google search. There, now I've, now I've found Liz Taylor said these things. But, but you have a very clever answer about that. There's a very successful uh, website called Brainy Quotes. Oh, I've, I've used it and seen it, sure. They got thousands of quotes about everybody. Or you can go to Bartlett's, which sold millions, according to Amazon. Millions of books. But most of these things don't say, they just have, you know, like Elizabeth Taylor, there's a whole section about her, about the jewels. She had the largest private jewels collection in the world. Right. And she said, she says, big women need big jewels. <laughs> yes. You know. And then she explains, because she was always questioned so many about these things. Just like every time in between all these crazy marriages for 46 years, Elizabeth Taylor was accused of having affairs with every guy that she was ever seen having a date with. Oh, of course. So she... She finally said, look, I only slept with, with men I've been married to. How many women can make that claim? <laughs> so it's full of stuff like that with all these people. You bring up an interesting point with this. Um, uh, I am sure there are listeners now who are, are saying, who the hell is Elizabeth Taylor? Um, oh, yeah, and absolutely. I remember when I was reading your book, when I was reading your In Memoriam, and I, I simply opened up a page and pointed to a name, because I figured, okay, l let's see what's going on. I flipped through and pointed, and I got Ray Walston. Now, this is... Yeah, this I is. you wrote that down. It was brilliant. I know. Thank you. Uh, he, uh, he was one of my favorite Broadway actors. He was brilliant. And I remembered him from a TV series of the 60s where he played a Martian. But he also was in Picket Fences. There was so many other things he did. And I never would have even thought of his name until I opened up your book. And I am sure there are people who, uh, who are going to hear, Elizabeth Taylor, who the hell is that? And, and maybe now they'll do a Google search because they don't have your book in front of them. But imagine if they had your books and just they're able now to get information that they never would have even thought to get. The joy of Google is you can, you can look for anything you want, but you have to want it first. You're basically handing them a treasure trove. People don't have patience for that, I found out. I mean, the, the, the concentration span on the Internet is, is bam, 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 and gone, you know. Well, that's, that's the joy of the speed, if you will. But 
I'm trying to do things that, like, well, I call it timeless documentative because, you know, my profession, I'm a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. So these are really documentaries what I'm doing. And it's a treasure for the collector. That's what I call it. On, on all these books. So your pieces is sought after then for collectors as well. This is this is this is a series to keep. I'll give you a better example. I'm in the middle of Frank Sinatra now. <laughs> so right so right now this book going to come out hopefully in the fall to be out there for the holidays. So not so far I got John Wayne which is he turned out the I sent that to you. I, I haven't heard that you read it or not. I'm, I, I, have, I have a mountain of things, and I'm de- I have plenty of time to go through things now, let me tell you. Well, whatever. So, Frank Sinatra, I'll give you one example. He said so many things for, like, 50, 60 years. I mean, he... And he was such a figure that they listened to everything he said. Well, one thing is a classic, like Linda Taylor. Every time Sinatra was seen with a woman, he was accused of having an affair. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So finally, he said, if I, if I had an affair with all the women that you people, meaning the media, accused me of, I'd be in a test tube. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that a classic? That's a Sinatra. That's a classic Sinatra, for sure. Right. Well, i got so many things like that. But see, if you if you go and look in quote books here, or if you read, read a, a, a synopsis of his life, say, on Wikipedia, as an example. Right. Maybe a quote will pop up here or there as it's unraveling the story. But... When you go into their famous quotes and their meaningful quotes in relation to their lives, they're they're just classics. You bring up an interesting point. You bring up a very interesting point because uh, people make people make the the quip. They they'll always call something a, a show bible, or this is the bible for the project, or whatever. Uh, you're basically creating for us a whole series of celebrity bibles. Not only are we going to, to learn about these people, but, but now is the opportunity. If somebody... But you know something, Jay? Yeah. Nobody that I've ever read, because if I, I wish I could read something like this. They don't put meaning behind why they said. Once in a while, they'll, they'll tie it into why they said something. But the John Wayne thing I sent you, which you haven't had time to read, by, by following his quotes is like is in memoriam. That's what Amazon said to me. Right. So I found a new way to even improve how I do the memoriams. So that's that's where I'm covered up here. As I speak to you, I got pages everywhere. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Just like probably you. I can't even imagine how you're surviving with your clients and everything else at this time. But what is this podcast you're doing? This podcast, uh, In the Passion Pit, uh, basically talks to independent artists. I call them artists and not necessarily actors or, or, or theater people or whatever because I'm speaking to authors 
to writers. I've spoken to painters and musicians and filmmakers. It's basically anybody who, who, who gets up from their chair and says, I want to create great work. Uh, and well, what are they, what, how do I, how do, how do I see these podcasts? Or, or I'm going to, I'm going to send you the link, uh, and I'm sure your, your manager, the extraordinary Jeffrey Milstein will, uh, will make sure that, that you hear the whole works of this. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled to speak to you about your work, uh, and, and I'm so happy to be able to share it with other people. I don't think people realize the, uh, the, the attribute of having of having such documents in their home, of having the collection of of information. I think we're so used to just clicking on it that the notion of holding it in our hands, that being able to sit and read it, uh, is is so valuable. You bring up the point about all the paperwork in front of me. Yes, I'm I'm so used to the screen that now I have to grab that paper that you sent me and and really and really look at it. So so you bring up a point even with me. I, hey, if something happened to me today, and if somebody inherited everything I have here, they wouldn't even know where to begin. I swear <laughs> to you. Well, you like you like uh, any of the great authors from the Renaissance. It's like they they pass away. May may it happen to you in one hundred and twenty years, uh, and and suddenly it's like, well, we found this undiscovered not novel, and now we have these these letters that uh, that were there. So yeah, you're. You're, you're handing some historian uh, uh, a day job for a very long time. Well, let me just tell you why this happened to me, okay? Sure. And that'll be it, probably. Okay. I, like I said, I was my whole life in the film business, you know. many I did many things that most people don't even know about, including the medical business and all kinds of things. Well... I, I shot a, a 3D movie back in the late 80s. Spaghetti <laughs> was Right. Coming at you. And at that time, we couldn't get the tech, technical equipment to make a film of the 80s. It was all 50s equipment. Sure. So I had to take my own money and, and, and make other people's cameras projection better to try to make a film in the 80s, you know, in 3D. Well, I got it made with two great guys from from D.C. independently. And the picture got out with Filmways, which was a mini studio in those days. I remember Filmways, It was a huge hit. So I was, after all these years, that film became a classic. It shows in festivals and all kinds of things constantly. And everybody's saying, we've got to digitize this film. So that's what I was doing in Hollywood and I was I had a place in Vegas. I lived there off and on for ten years. And all this time I was thinking about this idea that we that got turned into books. Well, I started losing my family. First my youngest brother, my father, my sister, hmm. my mother. Oh, I'm sorry. And I came back to West Virginia because I was a commuting to New York, working with digital, digitalization of this coming at you. 
And my cousin convinced me to come here because I was traveling from the West Coast to New York, you know, because of the technicians I was working with. He said, come back to West Virginia. You're only an hour and a half away. And while you're finishing the picture to get it out in release, we'll go fishing. We'll go, you know, because I used to meet him for fishing all over the country. Right. Well, when I got back here, everybody was dying. Mm. And I was taking care of family business. And with all my energy, I was going crazy. So I started this collection. Seriously. You know, six hours on the computer, reading this, reading that, books, this and that. That's how this all started for me. And I didn't know what the hell I was getting into, Jay. And so now you have an industry. This hobby has become an industry. I have an industry, but I, you, you deal with the writers. I know you're involved with Broadway, which I was very impressed with, off-Broadway and things that you do. And you know how these writers... Well, I was involved always in the middle of scripts and things and fighting with writers and getting this to work and that to work, just like the stage. But, you know, a lot of these things that end up in plays and movies and stuff come from life's experience. Of course. And that's what drove me with this thing, because I was pissed off. Marlon Brando, who was the icon actor of my time. He's forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. Sinatra now, he's forgotten about. It's so funny you say that. I, I teach, I teach communications and I teach theater. And and I, I made a quip once to, uh, to a student and I said, hey, Richard Burton, uh, stop overacting. And he looked at me and said, oh, my name is, I said, no, 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 Richard Burton. He was, I never heard of him. And and it made me feel very old that like you don't know Richard Burton is a man. <sighs> that's what the, that's what's sad. See, that's what I'm saying. That's what, what what I think is is so so really amazing about your books. You know, yeah, it's easy. We all can go online and look up what we want. But the point is, here's something that if we want a moment, we can actually trace uh, 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 entertainment and other and other histories. Uh, right there, right in front of us, and and I'm also a collector. I'm a huge, I'm a huge memorabilia collector. So so the moment you said this is a collection, I thought, and there you go too. Well, that's what I'm trying to do now. I got to get discovered, like any new writer is, and uh, so I have a library. Or maybe I'll just sell the damn thing. I don't know. Well, I I, I got to tell you, if Amazon is calling you and saying, please make more books, then I think the discovered part is starting to happen. That's that's what I mean. Uh, Amazon, uh, pardon me about being busy, but it, if Amazon has the time to call you and say, make us more books, you're doing great. <laughs> you're doing really good. I need some advice. What do you think about the title? Should I have... Quotes before thoughts, or thoughts before quotes. What's the most, what's most commercial to you? Um, I had the title right now is "Answer These Thoughts and Quotes That Might Touch a Nerve." Maybe these will help you, teach you something, move you, make you smile, chuckle, I, laugh, or maybe just piss you off. 
I I would I would cut it down to uh, uh, to saying touching a nerve colon uh, Anthony's Anthony's quotes and thoughts hit the touching a nerve I think that's the big one if I if I saw a book that said thoughts and quotes unless I'm I'm researching I might pass it but if I saw something that said touching a nerve I was like really what are you telling me and I then I grab it I'd hit what you're touching a nerve. I think that's a great line. So do you think thoughts should come before quotes or quotes come before thoughts? Quotes. Quotes first. Quotes first, first thoughts yeah. second. Yep. Well, I appreciate that. I'm hey, going that way. That, that's, that's, that's what I'm here for. Tony, thank you so much. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Uh, uh, I'm, well, I'm so happy you're doing this. Something interesting. Oh my gosh, and, and, and I, I am going to read uh, your John Wayne material. I look forward to it. I, I remember him well, and I'm becoming a minority in that, so that gives me another reason to read it. Well, just read that last section, because you know what I'm going to do, Jay? As I do this with Taylor, Sinatra, Wayne, once I have the body, then I'm going to take the most impressive one, Maybe emotional one, and will be the end of this first book. Just let me know what you think. How I dealt with with Wayne. Of course, of course. Um, I think what you're doing is great. I think to you. Thank you. you How you reaching your clients and things? Well, I we're we're all sitting in our homes, and and I think it's terrible that all these great artists are sitting there with with a locked door in front of them. And and if I can do my part, just by making sure everybody knows who's out there and what they're doing and, and how life is continuing, then then at least uh, uh, s- sitting in a room in my pajamas uh, might uh, might be profitable after all. And, and are, you using, are you using the social media to, to keep any of your classes and things going? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm doing distance learning even as we're speaking. I'm, I'm preparing the lessons for my, my three college classes that I have. Uh, and and, and <laughs> that has its own... I'm doing, it's called distance learning. I'm basically, everything I was going to say in a classroom, I'm now putting on, 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 uh, on, a, on a, uh, an email and I'm sending to all my, my students. So we're, we're sort of, I'm sort of teaching them long distance. And it's terrible because uh, I have to now be clever in, in print. And, and that's a lot of work. There you go. Well, I got to tell you, I'm I'm thrilled to be in any club that you're a member because you've been around for a million years. So for for you to do this is not only wonderful because we're learning about all these people, but we are getting to know you. And you've been in this industry since since before many of us were born. Pardon me. And and for us to get to know you, I think is is the first joy in picking up your book. So Tony, thank well, you so much. Is successful. I mean, it's great what you're doing, and uh, you know what Amazon also said to me. Yep, it just blew me away. Yep, they told me the direction I'm heading into that I had the makings of a very good dot uh, com company. Oh, so so Amazon is giving you business advice, and you're worried about not being discovered. I think you're doing just fine. No, no, I. In fact, I told Jeffrey about this, and I said, I think after we see how we go with Jay, I may say something to him. He may want, he may agree with this. I don't know anything about starting a damn internet company. 
know is these guys, they start a thing and then they start getting advertising and then they make millions. I, but I've never done anything like that. But they told me the type of thing I'm doing could be the basis of a very interesting internet company. Well, then what you need to do is keep doing it. And then when, when the doors open again, we all sit down and, yeah, let's let's make you some millions. And, and believe me, I'll send you a, a much bigger invoice at that point. Uh, I hope to- so. Tony, thank you so much. I would love that. That would, that would make me very happy, too. Uh, Tony, it was great speaking to you. All the best. Uh, as long as you're sitting there, get every quote possible. Make us know who these people are and were. And 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 you do and you keep that you keep the fight keep going man congratulations okay, and good let luck. Let me ask you something and I'll let you go. Is your wife your partner in your company? Uh, yes, yes, on many levels, yes. Give her my best. <laughs> I certainly will. Thank you I very much. Listen, Jay, I love women's opinion. Everything I've ever done in my hundred years or whatever it is. A woman was behind it, so just tell her that. Uh, I would not be who I am without the woman who is not behind me, but but right next to me, and and in some cases even ahead of me. So so I completely completely understand. Okay, and concur. To you soon. Thanks, Tony. All the best. Ciao. Ciao.